Hey guys, what is going on? This is Brandon Harris, the Tattooed Conservative, back for a Sunday night podcast. And uh, guys, last week we had a special guest. Melissa Boatman came on about our Crete rally. Um, this time around, guys, I got an even more special guest. So in Illinois, we've got 108 counties or more, right? 102. I, 102, gosh. So uh, Drew just chimed in there and I made a fool of myself. We've got 102. <laughs> I so, saved you, bud. You saved me. Uh, so Drew is the chairman of the Rock Island County Republicans, and he also sits on the county board. Uh, Drew, how are you doing today? I am great. Um, so, you know, having you out here, Drew came out this weekend, guys. He's got an event going on with one of his organizations, but he came out and hung out with us Friday night, kicked it with the family. We watched some movies, talked politics, and we took a ride around Joliet today, and we got to show Drew, you know, the inside of Joliet. Coming from Rock Island County, um, what types of issues are you guys having there, and what issues did you just see with the brief ride through Joliet? Well, right now we have a, our, our courthouse is slated for demolition. Uh, there's a lot of opposition now to that. And uh, so we are working to find a solution. Right now, we all at the county board have voted to have it demolished through the Public Building Commission. Um, we've had an offer, and I would like to look at it. So some good Republicans and some good Democrats, I'm encouraging to look at that offer. Doesn't mean we're going to take it, but at least I can look back at my constituents and, said, and say to them, Yes, we looked at every eventuality to save this building. And the beauty of this is the sheriff says it cannot be kept uh, as it is because it can't be commercialized because of security issues. I would like to put the county offices in the courthouse and rent them back from the developer for 30 years. That way there's no security issues because guess what? It is a government facility, so there should be no problem with security. So they're literally concerned about the old building and security issues or is the new building they're having security issues with? They built a, what's going to be, they call it, going to be the courthouse uh, adjacent to the existing courthouse. You would think that was the purpose to combine them. No, it was to make sure they tore the other one down. Hey, we just did the same thing and I showed you the new development. We've got a $50 million development, $50 million development here in Will County. But um, the one thing I can say, and I don't know how you guys did it in your county, um, our county board, when it was Republican controlled, now we're Democrat controlled due to last election, we didn't spend an extra dollar in taxpayer well, money. We did that, we, we did it wrong. Uh, what we did was our public building commission can only build jails, limited only jails, what? not courthouses by 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 its by its uh, scope. Uh, rather than going to the public and voting, having the, their commission increase to build a courthouse, which, which the state statute demands, it's, the word used must is in there. Uh, they decided to put a holding cell in the new building that they're going to make the courthouse and then call it a jail. So we just build another jail. But wink, wink, nod, nudge, you know, uh, that's uh, that's a funny-looking jail you got there. Oh, that's a courthouse, maybe. You know, that's how we did things in Rock Island County with uh, a majority party that's not Republican. So the Democrats, wink, wink, and nudge, nudged a one jail cell room into a courthouse. A holding cell, yes. And can I ask, what's, what's that development cost in your county? Well, actually, they really... Uh, it was originally $75 million, and they brought it down to $25 million. So there, and, and how did they do that? Because the people weren't going to go for it. So they, they were shamed into actually making it more reasonable. I mean, you know, when the tax dollars and Democrats come, sky's the limit, right? Yeah. So uh, guess what? But the voters, um, they got, they kind of, the voters said, yeah, no, the sky's not the limit. Our property taxes are pretty darn high. Wow. So you guys are um, right there in the Quad Cities area. Last night, guys, I kid you not, me and uh, Drew... And our families were sitting here going through the sizes of county in Illinois. And I just found it funny. Um, Will County is now the fourth largest in Illinois. And Drew comes from Rock Island County, which is the 14th largest. So there's um, a 10-county separation there. But you guys have how many people in your county? 
about 144,000, and we're losing you know, probably one or two a day to Iowa. Uh, I work, I've worked in Iowa 28 years. We're a border county, um, so it doesn't take a lot. I've lost a lot of constituents that have moved either to an adjacent county or to Iowa, and more to Iowa than an adjacent county. And are you guys reason. losing them for tax revenue? What's your property tax and infrastructure look like out there for a taxpayer? Well, it's the taxes, the government in Illinois isn't serving people. So there's the number one reason to flee Illinois. I call them, I call them Illinois is in exile. That I completely agree with. Well, guys, that is um, Drew. We will be bringing him back to close off here on our next segment. I just wanted to let you guys know who are paying attention. Um, Mika Brodsky, she will be doing her live interview this week out of Pennsylvania. She's getting a live interview with one of Trump's campaign top three. So we're really looking forward to that, guys. And then stay tuned in. If you've not seen Steve Balich's podcast, yes, Mr. Balich is coming out, the bold conservative at 69 to kick it with you guys this Wednesday, 2 o'clock. Checking back in shortly. When you think Will County, think Nick Vicarello for County Executive. Nick's a constitutionalist, former police officer, and former police chief. You can learn more about Nick at www.picknick2020.com. Hey guys, it's Brandon coming back to you, the Tattooed Conservative segment two with Drew, the Rock Island County Chairman. Uh, Drew, we were just talking over some of what is going on and what's going on there in Rock Island County. Um, and guys, we were just talking about the rebuild of the courthouse. But what other things do you guys have going on in your county? Um, what are, is there anything you're spearheading, anything that your organization is pushing for the community currently? Well, you know, my biggest thing as elected official is just always trying to provide good government. And, and I say that across party lines because I know there are Democrats that want to do the same thing. Maybe we have different policies. That's fine. Um, then, then let the policies stand on their own. Um, right now, we're facing a bad decision, and I say it with our nursing home. Uh, we have no choice, in my opinion, uh, other than we have to sell it. And the, the, the problem I have is that four years ago, we had an unsolicited offer for $17 million for that home. Now we have a $6 million fire sale offer, and we have no choice but to accept it because it loses $2.5 million a year. So we're bankrupting the county. We have no choice to sell. But four years ago, Republican-led we wanted to sell the home, but it wasn't politically expedient for the party in charge because of other reasons. Uh, by the way, we would have been better off. Everyone would have been better off if we would have got a $17 million offer for that home. But here we are. And that's what I call bad government. The people in office need to make good decisions for the taxpayers and the people that live there and for the stakeholders and for the employees. All of those need to be weighed. Uh, in their decision, I don't think all those were taken into consideration. That's my opinion. I think we made a mistake. Wow, guys. So Drew just put it to the man. I got to say, bro, that right there. When you talk about good government, you look for a guy like um, Drew and what he's doing. And um, it's an honor for me to even have you here working with us today on our podcast. So I first met Drew when Scott Presler had come to town for the Chicago cleanup. And um, Drew and his family had come out for that. And just working alongside of Drew and what they're doing in Rock Island I think that if you're listening across the state, if you're listening in another state, this is an epic, epic, epic day for me because we've got a real leader, a real person behind this good government, a real face. It's not just a, a you know something a fathom of the imagination, and it's something we see a lot, especially coming from being right next to Cook County. You guys experience what we're experiencing, where 
in Cook County, you may have a conservative that's not truly conservative. And it may not be one or two social values, but people tend to look more at social values than they ever do at the policy you're putting forward. And um, we've got some real crooked policy guys towards the city that claim to be one party or the next. And we spend so much of our time, in my opinion, attacking people on social issues. My first speech ever before I ever ran for a partisan office was look at the people that are feathering your nest. Where does them, where, what's, what's driving them? Is it altruistic or is it self-serving? And, you know, that's a question I ask regularly. And depending on which areas you're talking about, Chicago, it's all self-serving. Yep, that's the problem. Are you guys uh, experiencing effects from Chicago affecting you guys over to the side that you're on towards Iowa? Are you feeling any of the effects of the overtaxation or the um, really corrupt way they went about doing their pension system? Does that affect your county? Illinois pension is affecting our county. It's Illinois, the whole debacle, the whole pension debacle in Illinois is affecting the entire state. Uh, so yeah, we're Rock Island County is affected by that, and all the decisions that is are being made with a supermajority in in Springfield is affecting our county. Well, I heard you say just a, a minute or so ago that you guys were bankrupting as a county, and it, is that depictive of what have, has happened with the Democratic Party? Is that something that the Republican Party has done, or is this years? of consistent leadership of one party or the other. This is not looking at the last, charting out the last eight, 10 years. And I would, I would say because of nursing home, you know, you can see year after year after year of losses, but if you're in denial and you have other reasons, you know, I would like a county home too, if we can afford it, if we know how to run it. Neither do we have, unfortunately, that's the hard reality. That's, that's the real bill that I like to talk about Rush Limbaugh coin. Sometimes you got to look at the reality. They didn't want to look at the reality. So here we are. Uh, sometimes reality isn't very nice. Um, like I said, I would like to have a nursing home, but we can't afford it. And, you know, you just hit it on the head there, guys. And again, Drew has come all the way out from Rock Island County. We greatly appreciate having you. Where can uh, our listeners find you on uh, social media? Where can they follow you at? Well, I actually am on Facebook, of course. It's D-R-U-E, number four, Y-O-U on Facebook. So you just Or just type my name, Drew, D-R-U-E and Melky, M-I-E-L-K-E, or my first name, last name.com. I have a website that I need to re-up. One thing I want to add, though, is we're doing an initiative in Rock Island County I'm very proud of. Uh, we are doing a Second Amendment rights protection amendment that we're going to put on the ballot in November 3rd. Uh, it's just being worked on right now. And what we are going to do is we are going to support the, or we're going to fight the laws at the state level that the Democrat majority are, are taking away Second Amendment rights that are either and or unconstitutional or illegal. And we can tell you why uh, we're going to go door to door and we're going to, now we're going to fire up the Republican base. We're going to bring Democrats in too and say, please sign this petition. What, where are you on this? And if you'd like to sign this petition, come join us because guess what? A lot of the Democrat parties left a lot of good Democrats behind. And man, we completely agree with you. Well guys, that is all the time we have for this segment today. We'll be having Drew back on here very soon. Drew, thank you so much for joining us. Today. Thank you. Hey guys, it's uh, Brandon Harris, the Tattooed Conservative, back here with Freedom Movement USA on the Weekly Deplorable Show. It's our Sunday evening show. We've had on Drew, you know, the head of Rock Island County's Republican Party and a county board member. And now you guys are hearing us talk with Ben Beerley. He's running for Senate in the 43rd District, guys. If you've yet to talk or hear about Ben, uh, Ben's here with us. And uh, Ben, thanks so much for being here today. How's your day been going? Oh, it's been awesome. Uh, met with college Republicans earlier today and uh, just glad to be 
sitting, uh, just talking with you today. And Ben, I got to ask you a serious question here, and um, not just you, but all candidates, and for all you listeners who are trying to support the party, one thing I'm noticing this year, and maybe it's just me, it seems that we've got a year we could win, we've got an acquittal with President Trump, we're running uphill, but donors just don't seem to be coming out for our candidates this year, and uh, to win elections, we need money. What do you think, and uh, what would your message be to Republicans who are listening to this when it comes to donating to your campaign, other campaigns, or uh, the party in general for elections? Folks, look, if you only go out and vote, that's wonderful. But quite frankly, you're not doing enough to help get the people you want in the office. Uh, it takes volunteers. It takes a load of money. And uh, we, the, we conservatives really want to uh, mind our business and take care of our own affairs, which is great. And yes, we want the government to do that. But the only way we do that is in community. And we need the community of conservatives to come out and support candidates, both volunteering and monetarily speaking, uh, because this campaign doesn't run itself and it doesn't run on well wishes. And uh, Ben, I'm right there with you on that. And um, I'm looking at this year in particular, you guys, we've got Ben Beerley for the 43rd, Tom McCullough running out of Plainfield, Eric Wallace running as well. A great three-way Senate team here for the Will County, Cook County. And um, Eric goes into a couple other counties as well, doesn't he? Uh, he does. He goes down into Kankakee and uh, I believe up in Cook County. But guys, we got the dream team. These three guys, I mean, you traveled to Springfield together when they tried to challenge Eric off the ballot. You the guys three been, amigos. <laughs> you guys have been the three amigos here for a while. And um, we've got right. these wonderful candidates, guys, but... The way we win is by putting money into these campaigns. And me, myself, you know, I'm a, I'm a Republican. Of course, I'm, you know, running podcasts and doing other things. But I look at what's going on today and I see that people just keep backing off and backing off as if things can't be fixed. And your perspective, if we do this right and we get the right donations in, do you think Illinois can actually be fixed? I've talked to so many people. I can tell you right now that, um, uh, the the liberals the the I should say the Democrats uh, that I talk to the voters the average person on the street they're sick of it they really are they're just as sick of it as we are but um, they're they're actually ready to look at other people to vote are they ready to vote Republican maybe not as you know straight ticket but they're ready to vote for individuals who are promising to actually make a difference rather than same old, same old, the, the tax and spend policy of the Democrats that have been driving this state into ruin. Uh, they, they know they can't afford it anymore. They can't afford to, to let the same people go in. So absolutely. But the, we have got to get the message out and, and build the excitement that we need in this campaign. And, if we do that, if we get this message out, which takes your help, then we absolutely can flip this state. All right, Ben, we're on our last 60 seconds here. And guys, thank you so much for tuning in this week to the weekly deplorable tattooed conservative show on Sunday evening. Ben, we're going to do some fire questions here. Our last uh, 30 seconds, then when we hit four minutes and 30 seconds, we'll get some details. So first question, what's your favorite color? Red. Favorite food? Crab. Favorite president? Washington. Favorite town? 
Elwood. All right. Where can uh, voters find you and where can voters donate to you online? Okay. Of course, I can be found on Facebook if you just look up uh, Ben Beerly. My last name is spelled B-I-E-R-L-Y. You can also find me at electbenbeerly.com. All right, Ben. Thanks so much for coming in. And guys, this is the end of our segment. Thank you, Ben. We've really enjoyed having you and we wish you the best of luck in your campaign. Great pleasure. Thanks. Hey guys, it's Brandon, the Tattoo Conservative, back here on our Sunday show. We just got off with Drew, the uh, chairman of Rock Island's Republican Party. And now, guys, I've got a very special guest. So when you talk about the military, when you talk about guys that serve this country, we constantly talk about, you know, soldiers and um, people on the ground. And we've got Major Ben Beerley here in studios today, running for state senate in the 43rd district. How are you doing today, Ben? Pretty good, pretty good. Enjoying life and uh, uh, really looking forward to getting in state senate and making some positive changes for Illinois. So, Ben, I got to ask, and, uh, you know, me and Ben have been talking here for a while for you that are listening, and uh, Ben's local this area, so I know him pretty well. Ben, you came from West Virginia or Virginia? I retired from the Marine Corps in 2013 in the state of Virginia and moved out here immediately to uh, start teaching. And coming from Virginia, what do you see here in Illinois? And I know we've talked extensively on what you think you can fix. What do you think are the top three things that we need to fix here in Illinois today? Uh, That's easy because I've heard it from so many people walking around and talking to people of all different walks of life. It's the enormous tax burden that crazy irresponsible spending and of course without the corruption down there in Springfield those things are just eating people alive here in Illinois and that's why so many people are leaving 56,000 people last year and Ben I gotta tell you man we were just uh, joking about that I uh, goofily I didn't do it for a main purpose but I threw up a petition to uh, go ahead and get former governor Blagojevich's sentence expunged and I wanted all the tapes unsealed from that case and because our current governor Mr. Pritzker, the corruption you're talking about here in Illinois, was the one looking to buy that seat that was open when Barack Obama went to the White House. How does it make you feel coming in and running for state Senate, knowing that our governor that is sitting and elected was in fact the criminal trying to buy the seat from the governor we put in prison? Isn't that funny? Because the one thing that uh, Governor Pritzker talked about at the State of Union address, which I was there in person to attend, uh, excuse me, State of State address, uh, he, he was talking about hitting uh, ethics hard to clean up the state, and uh, lo and behold, he's part of the problem. And, you know, I, I've really been uh, pondering over that, actually, and I'm going to say this, guys, and Ben has yet to hear this from me, but looking at what's happening with Madigan, I truly feel like uh, they used Madigan to get him into office, and now they're trying to strip his powers down because he's not cleaning out his own regime, but he's sure cleaning out the old Democratic machine and making a new one. What do you think we can do as Republicans with your race in the 43rd? Um, and guys, it's you coming on now. I got Ben Beerley. He's running for Senate in Illinois, 43rd District. What do you think you could do there to make what's going on in Springfield better? It's going to take a concerted effort. We can't get just myself in. We need to get a lot of different people in to flip the Senate and also to, to flip the House so we can start making changes. But here's the good thing about the Senate is that – uh, as a senator, we have the ability to slow things down and force uh, conversations about um, reducing spending and reducing taxes uh, because they have to. 
build a certain amount of cooperation in there. What we need are three seats to get there. Once we once we have those three seats, they no longer have a, a solid um, uh, supermajority, and they have to start cooperating with the Republicans there. That's what we need, and that's what I tend to get. Awesome. And, um, you know, when we talk about candidates running for state office, such as state representative, state senate, um, even, you know, any other local state office, the first thing I look for is experience in a candidate. And, um, guys, I do have a little bit of previous knowledge because I've known Ben for quite some time. But, um, you know, we think about budgets, spending, how people manage things. And, Ben, could you give uh, just the listeners a bit of information on your extensive history in budgeting? Well, like you said, I'm a retired Marine Corps major in uh that's exactly a part of what I did in the Marine Corps for 20 years was budget planning and execution. And uh, it's kind of funny because I was never once allowed to go over budget, nor was I ever allowed to miss my mission. If I had done either of those, I would have gone straight to the brig. And I had uh, 20 years of great success doing both of those things, staying within my budget and still meeting the mission that needed to be completed. All right. Now, Ben's here with us in studios, guys. We will be coming back on here after this quick break for more questions with you, Ben. But um, I want to tell people on this segment, where can they find you if they're looking for you online? My website is uh, electbenbeerly.com, and that is spelled B-I-E-R-L-Y. All right, guys. So check Ben out. 